can we talk about how depressingly New Jersey you are <laughs> that I asked who the famous person yeah. was <laughs> and you named Snooky first and then Tony Soprano. <laughs> Joyzy. In, in no particular order. <laughs> in no particular Hello! Hi! Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Dr. Lisa Littman, and I'm awake now. Yeah, I'm Mm. Richie Redding. I just woke you up. (laughs) Our guest today is not just a veterinarian. He is the chief veterinary officer of DVM 360 Fetch. It's Dr. Adam Christman. Did I say that correctly, Adam? Yeah, I mean, it sounds so holier that way. Man of Christ, but yes, Christman. (laughs) Thank you for uh, having me. How are you, man? I'm doing well. You know, so today was our is our is like the first day of school for me, honestly, because we are back in the office and I haven't seen any of uh, the team members since uh, March 8th. So crazy. it's been crazy. Yeah, seeing everybody in a square in a box from a Zoom call and then like trying to be here in the office. It's uh, it's very interesting. Do some of them just look like shit? Like, (laughs) right. Like sometimes they all look great, but I do look at some people. I'm like, Ooh, it looks like COVID's doing you dirty, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're not all meant to be boxed up, but, um, I always love when we have a veterinarian on veterinarian. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. There's a CH in there. (laughs) Uh, that's my peeve, but you are also one with a personality, which is extra more fun. Speaking of pet peeves, that was one of the things that I wanted right from the jump to ask you is what is your vet veterinarian pet peeve um there's so many of them veterinarian is actually one of them (laughs) i love when they'll say to me like yeah if they come in and i'm like well you know i had to go to the real doctor today and so but i you know i had to drop off the stool sample and uh and i look at them i'm like what do you mean the real doctor she's like well you're a veterinarian not a real doctor you're like a veterinarian i was like no (laughs) we're We're real doctors too. Yeah, if if you get shot by a bullet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can confirm that Lisa is my primary care physician. So (laughs) you're my PCP, baby. Yeah. So what was your path to becoming a vet? Well, I always wanted to, you know, my entire life. It it was, you know, you hear all these different stories where some people like, oh, you know, I went into this field and I tried it. I said, when I was young, my mom and dad either said that he was either going to be a veterinarian or a sociopath because the way I would um, dissect some of the animals in the backyard they were like oh look oh, at really? squirrel I would open them up yeah 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 I'm like mom look it's so cool I like I cut open the heart looking and studying it looking it up on a book and they're like hmm should we be worried yeah I think you really need to worry if the kid kills the animal were you were you creating dead animals or finding dead animals <laughs> i was finding them and i well it's funny they would always come to me in the neighborhood too if there was like a dead bird or a squirrel like what do you do i'm like well it's dead but i was like well let me study it because i would like to like look at the anatomy and then i always became obsessed with animals of course you know over over time how old are we talking about that you started 
cutting up animals. So this is probably like six or seven years young. Whoa. Yeah. So I would just like get, you know, like a couple scissors and just like start to open them up a little bit and study. And I would have a book. I would go to the library and I would like want to know what like it looks like for a squirrel. Uh, I'll never forget it because I really did want to learn about like squirrels. They didn't have like any anatomy books back then on like squirrels and stuff. But I would figure like, okay, this is what like a heart looks like. This is an abdomen. So that was cool stuff. But then I, you know, became dog obsessed because we had a dog growing up and everything. And I just loved taking care of them. You didn't cut your dog open. I didn't cut my dog open. Okay. But I decided to have my own dog walking business. So, and I, here I am in, in fifth grade after school. I would, I only had four dogs that I would be consistent with. I would walk around the neighborhood uh, three times a week. And, um, you know, I had a good little business, you guys. You know, like here I was just like a young kid, but just understanding dog behavior becoming obsessed with them even more. And then whenever I would go to the veterinarian with mom and dad, I told the vet at the time, I said, well, I want to be a veterinarian. He's like, well, when you're old enough, you can come hang with me. And so I'll never forget it. When I was in ninth grade, I said, I'm old enough. I'm ready. He called the bluff. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, yeah. you really were serious. I said, yeah, I'm ready. And so I became a kennel attendant. And from that hospital, that's where I became all the way through vet tech. I went back to, you know, when I was in vet school, over the summers, I would work um, in the summers there. I became the associate veterinarian and then the chief of staff. So I was there since I literally was 14. So it's crazy. At that same hospital? Same hospital. So right across the street was my high school. And so wow. uh, right after school, I would go there. Yeah. So Cute. shout out to Brick High School, Brick, New Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. What up, Brick? We're in Jersey now. What up, <laughs> <laughs> so gangster, so gangster. <laughs> wow, that's cool. So, and then you you always worked on dogs and cats. Yeah, and when I first came out of vet school, I did exotics. Joe, exotics. <laughs> Not Joey. Where's Carol Baskin? I hope she wins Dancing with the Stars. Oh, buddy, she's gonna get destroyed crazy. on there. That's she crazy. I I yeah. actually the thing I most look forward to is her weirdo husband. How he's gonna dress up for it. Because, you know, he's going to be a dandy. Just a he's dandy. so good. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I just started with um, birds and reptiles. But, I mean, it wasn't my thing, which was good to explore. I said I liked it a lot, but I was like, I like the cutesy, wootsy, fuzzy, wuzzy ones. And um, so I went right back into small animal practice and, you know, never veered off. Um, and then until last this past year was another opportunity in the in the multimedia world. But... Yeah, I, I still practice and I love it. Do you practice there still? Not there, no. So okay. I left there full time and um, I practiced uh, as a relief veterinarian at other hospitals and then the animal shelter down in Voorhees, New Jersey. So Nice. Yeah, I'm coming with you at some po- sometime. Come with me. At some yeah. point. Okay, as a veterinarian, uh, can you confirm what Lisa tells me? I've never confirmed this with another vet, I just realized. Oh, he can confirm. Are neutered dog balls sticky? Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, you could throw them against the wall and they will stick. You remember like as a kid, that slapstick stuff, you would like slap that gummy thing on like the hand? Hell yeah. It has that kind of a consistency. So if you really like want to like release the rage after you're all done with surgery and you have these testicles that you just want to like throw on the on the wall, you can go balls to the wall and throw them on there and they will stick. <laughs> have you ever actually done this? We had a testicle festival for cats. So we had a, you know, like we, and Lisa, you know, when you do like a whole bunch of male cats, you just like go through them. 
So uh-huh. I said, yeah, let's flick them. So we did. We flicked them as if they were like goalposts and we had to like get them onto the wall. Like it was five points if you got it on this side and 10 <laughs> points on that. There, have you heard people will inject them with like, I think hydrogen peroxide and then they get like really bouncy. And then I think they get like, they bounce like majorly. Yeah. Wait, this Okay. The first episode we ever did was the last time that we talked about this. We talked about this with Matt Richards. Yes, apparently. I, I forgot what I, it was. I don't know. I've never tried it. You can make bouncy balls. Yeah. I know people who've made earrings out of them. Uh, One of my vet school classmates made uh, earrings out of her dog's testicles. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you do when? Because it's going to be a unique pair of earrings, and people are going to be like, "Oh my god, she's proud." What are your earrings. What do you mean? What oh, is she they're doing? my dog's yeah. balls. She's highly proud, dude. That is such a deal breaker of just a screeching halt to any interaction. I mean, you can't oh. put that past me. I had one owner that wanted to hang them from his rearview mirror because it was like a big, it was right. like a Rottweiler. And so he's like, oh, can I hang? I'm like, uh, your car is going to smell really bad. And no one's going to know that those are balls. Bulls. <laughs> was that a jersey? What where that, did that come that from? Was, yeah, suddenly from Staten Island. Uh, oh, my no, God. We have talk about our dogs. If anything, you're supposed to just hang that off the back of your truck. Right. Adam, I have a confession for you. This is so random. But do you remember Ion when we did Ion Media? We were competing for the same job, and that's where I found you first. And I was like, "Oh, look at this motherfucker!" Yeah, and I was just like so angry, and I was like, "Look at, l- look at him! He's gonna yeah. get the Ion job." Oh, he's, oh, just because he's all gay and so ripped, personal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a homophobic so slant to it too. And then, and then, <laughs> and then Karma, and then Karma, they came and told me that I had the job, and then we shot one thing, and they were like, "Nope, we're done with you." You don't have the job anymore. And I remember my lawyer, my lawyer in the contract was literally like, you have to sign the contract that says that if they come out and do this shoot with you, that they're going to use you for the rest of the thing. They refused to change the contract. And I was naive. And I was like, they kept saying to me like, oh no, like we love you. You're not going to, you're going to. And then like two weeks later, they were like, nope, we're going to go with somebody local. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Let's get back on track. Dog balls. Yes. Did you yes. ever do, have you ever done, Lisa, um, nudicles? Did you ever put them in? It's almost like Avon for balls because like you have these different <laughs> sizes that you get to select from and like they can open up the cat, the case. Oh, we know all about it. Rich, I mean, yeah, we know they I've, sell up to buffalo size, buffalo balls. Uh, water buffalo, I believe. <laughs> right. Don't get it confused, Rich. There's one, the water buffalo or the regular buffalo. And size does matter when it comes to those low hangers. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> if you put and also I dare you to call a buffalo a water buffalo. I dare you. <laughs> they, <laughs> they do not take time. But so, so you did it. When was this? Oh, this was like several years ago. I had to be like over five years ago, but it was like such a thing. And I said, I understand completely fine. You know, I watched the procedure, not that hard to do. And, you know, they go in and they do cling a little bit too when they're walking. They have like, make a little metallic, you know, noise when they're, the dogs are running. Because- Shush. No. So wait, what was There's the silicone. reason? What was the reason that these people wanted it? It's all about just the number one thing is the aesthetic look, right? It's the aesthetic look is all that they, it was more of the husband than anybody else. For was whatever this a reason. show dog though that was trying to cheat? <laughs> no, not that I know of, not that I know okay. of, but this was in a great day and uh, they just wanted the whole thing, you know, the ears, the whole look and all that stuff to still maintain. So. so did they specifically get Great Dane balls? Because 
it seems if it's me, I'm I'm going at least one level up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's like if you're gonna get an implant, might as well go a little bit bigger. You know? Yeah, like if if, if I'm if I'm getting implants, I like give me the George Foreman's. You know, let's <laughs> let's have fun with these things. <laughs> I want to be able to sit on them. Yeah, Mr. Belvedere style, as has been discussed at length in this podcast. <laughs> so so you just or, so you ordered Great Dane size nudicles. Yeah, they have different sizes, of course. You know, you try to like match it up, whatever makes the most sense. So right, did they spring? for the uh, the deluxe nudicles that have the epididymis on it or did they just get the hangers? Just the hangers. See okay. how excited he just yes. got? He got very excited. I know. Buddy, I, I have epididymis. I yeah, know. I've, I've done some research. He's pretty I've much like some, a veterinarian. But for dick jokes. But for dick jokes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, um, in my research of you, I discovered that you really – you're, you're you're into the wieners. I am. Please confirm. Dachshund wiener obsessed. Confirmed. A hundred percent. I am obsessed with wieners. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I that, mean, that never gets old, right? It all never tracks. Gets old. It all tracks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say the DVM, the D stands for? Dachshund. Dachshunds of veterinary medicine. So, dachshunds. <laughs> okay. They, they were, they're actually surprisingly feisty, tough little dogs, right? They are, you know, and I tell everybody, believe it or not, they're not voted as one of the best family dogs around, you know, because they can have their moments. They definitely can. So understanding their breed is uh, important. Super feisty. They think that they're like Great Danes and Great Pyrenees. You know, they they have the mentality thinking that they're huge ass dogs and they're not, of course, you know. It's funny because we have, um, we have our annual Halloweener walk on the boardwalk every year. And whenever there's, so like Lisa, if you guys were to bring your girl on the boardwalk, right, your, your, your fur baby, if she was to come on because she's big, they would be like, rah, 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 you can't sit with us. Rah, rah, rah. And then if there were other small dogs around, they would be perfectly fine. It's so funny how they are. Mean girls. Very mean girls. Very Regina George. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anything about the like origin of the breed? I, cause I read something from Hunter S. Thompson, a 25 years ago mentioning that. So deep. Oh, we're getting deep. Yeah, that uh, that I, I wanted to see if you would confirm. What, do you know why they were bred? They're called hunter dogs in German. Ba- Dachshund means, you know, hunting badger dogs. Badger hounds badger. is what I yeah. understand, yeah. Yeah, so they were meant to dig into tiny holes and burrows and to get badgers out for kill. And I will tell you, and I will confirm, that they have such a high prey drive. It's incredible, you know, so like, chipmunks and squirrels and all those things. They bring them home for you to dissect? Yes. And you know how like <laughs> they play with their toy, then they shake, 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 shake it. Like they, yeah. they're killed and they're just, you know, trying to disembowel them. <laughs> so yeah, one of my babies, uh, Connor, we do uh, a, a badger hunt with him. We used to take him to barn hunts and we actually had to stop because it was what? so, out. his prey drive was so high that we would take him in the backyard and he would just go anywhere, try to find something yeah. like his, he, his only mentality is he was in the zone like Britney Spears. And he's just like, I have got to get a badger or I got to get like a kill. So it was in peeing, it was in pooping. He was just really meant to just hunt. So we had to scale it back. I'm like, Connor, buddy, you're my son, you know, not like a hunter, you know, scale it back. <laughs> I don't want let that Britney Spears reference to go unrecognized, but also, uh, <laughs> So, but wait, so you would take your dogs to a, a barn hunt. So that's, that's when I, I've, I've only seen this on TV, but it's like a place that has like a rodent infestation or something. They'll take 
like, you know, they'll take feists. Feists are big into that, right? That they'll just, they just released all these feists and the feists just run the shit out of them. Yeah. So they put a, a rat in like a, a little container, like to, to at least get them trained up. They have bales of hay everywhere. And it's almost like a maze for dachshunds. And so within those bales, they'll, they'll have about three to four rats that are in. Obviously, it's very pet friendly. It's not to hurt the rats, but they're in a container, but they have them hidden within the hay. And so, you know, they're training Connor to like go and find it. And once they find it, he starts to dig on the bottle or where the container is, where the rat is. It's crazy. And so like he figured that out. I was like, oh, Connor may not be the brightest. He figured that out in a half hour. They had it. They told me, they're like, watch, he will be trained within an hour. You will see. And sure enough, I was like, holy smokes. Like he is really on it. It's crazy. Language. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Christ, man. Jeez. (laughs) Oh, but I'm going to clench my pearls. <laughs> uh, did you, t- so, so you have four wieners, four wieners, well, four dachshunds, five wieners, four dachshunds. Yeah. Oh, phew. God, I've never yeah. <laughs> and do you take all of them to these things? Just the one, just the one we took. Cause it's, it's a lot after seeing their drivers said, Oh my gosh, I think having four, we would have holes in the backyard everywhere because they're digging up everything. So it just, it just like activated something in him that, he couldn't turn off. Absolutely. To the point where I had to get a ramp installed in the backyard because, you know, you know, dachshunds, they can really hurt their backs when they go down those stairs. So, yeah. and sure enough, he, you know, he injured a disc, of course, right? Lisa, that's what they do, you mm-hmm. know? And um, so he had to be a back dog and that tends to slow him down a little bit more. He's like, oh, shit got real. Okay. I really do need another pair of plugs, legs under T12 and T13. So he is not... <laughs> He's not as Let's, Maybe we should, that brings us to a little informative segment that Adam didn't know he was going to do. So Adam, maybe you should just explain for our guests a little bit about intervertebral disc disease and what they're going to get if they get a dachshund and how they should either save $10,000 or um, have pet insurance. Does pet insurance even cover that for dachshunds? Is it just considered pre-existing? I know, right? Believe it or not, it's covered, which is great. Great. Yay, pet insurance. Yay for pet insurance. I say this to all pet parents, regardless of rescue, breed, whatever you're doing, definitely get pet insurance right off the bat. So just like you said about pre-existing crap, you know, you want to do it now. You want to be more proactive than reactive with pet insurance yeah. because with dachshunds, you're, yes, you're looking at eight to 10 grand for back surgery because they can slip a disc. Those long back dogs, such as dachshunds and basset hounds and corgis, they're prone to those things. I feel like, you know, Fred Winninger, our dear friend Fred always said, is like, I feel like dachshunds don't really strengthen their core muscles up. And that's what makes them to have weak backs because, you know, it's right in that area uh, where they're right beyond the rib cage. In a lumbar sacral area is where they are prone. I mean, they could get it anywhere, but really prone to slip in a disc. I think it's also because they're uh, like they don't have the stability of their ribs anymore. So that's why they have so much wiggle and they like wiggle their butt so much. And that's part of the reason. But yeah, they can get it anywhere, of course. I have also never seen a dachshund doing abs. <laughs> no deadlifts, no core strength. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible core strength. So like if we had to reinvent the dachshund, Lisa, we would have like maybe another pair of ribs, throw a few on there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Definitely another another pair of legs for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they would definitely benefit from, from six legs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
So I in in uh, in prepping for this, I I learned today that uh, there's a recent phenomenon of the so-called mini dachshund that appears to be the work of backyard breeders. Uh, do you know about these things? Of course I do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Go on, girl. They're, uh, don't even get me started. I, I just got you started. That's what he I wanted. Had to, he had to wait, but he had to pat his hair down for uh-huh, this. Yeah. We got, a, we got a hair pat. Hell yeah. Yeah. Put some grease on your face. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's all about doing the research. So yeah, there are miniature doxes that are out there with the, the hopes of of fighting off of intervertebral disease, what we're talking about. So they're thinking oh, that really? toxins are less likely to come down with back injuries, but it's not true. And just like you were saying, Richie, too, it is about some bad genetics and bad breeding. So, you know, let me let me breed a dapple dachshund with another dapple dachshund and see what, what colors we're going to get. Meanwhile, blind, deaf, back injuries that you could think of left and right. What is dapple? So they it can either have like spots, you know, so spotted or blue eyes. They're called like mm-hmm. a piebald, too, is another one. So sometimes what you shouldn't be doing is like breeding another dapple with another dapple because they're they're prone to being blind or deaf. Similar with other breeds too, right, Lisa? There's other dog breeds that are prone to yeah. Any any dapple color. Any um, another popular one is um, like Australian shepherds. I think they'll breed like dapple to dapple. Those like spotted, you know, pink nosed spotted. In defense of these horrible breeders. Double dapple sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds like that should be a drink. Like, I'll take a double dapple on the rock. <laughs> yeah. And then you go blind and deaf. <laughs> Pink Piglet Puppy on Instagram um, is a fantastic. Oh. She does a ton of... So she's a veterinarian who has a double dapple rescue. He is blind and deaf. And she... I mean, she like... I, can I say this? He, she's, he's like Helen Keller with her. I mean, it's unbelievable yes, what she does with him. She's amazing. She trains him, you know, based on like touch and Braille. No, just kidding. Not Braille. But just she's, based on touch, basically. And breath sound and puff, puff, she like, you know, puff, breathes into his nose with commands and everything. So God bless her. I know. She's incredible with her and yeah. with him. So yeah, yeah, really good inspiration. So is there... Are there any healthy mini dachshunds? Because the the thing that I came across was that like, you know, the that mini dachshunds were like viral on Instagram, and now uh, an alarming amount of them are getting dumped because people realize that they just adopted like the big or bought the biggest bill in the world. Basically, you know, that it's just going to cost a fortune to get this dog well. Yeah. No, I, I have one. I have Clark W. Griswold. He's a miniature wild boar <laughs> wire hair. Say that three times fast. Yes, Clark W. Griswold. <laughs> you just got somebody excited. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, for one thing, I, I am remiss in that I haven't asked you. Tell us tell us all your dog names. Chelsea's our oldest. Chelsea's a dapple, so she's a black dapple. Chelsea. And how did we arrive at, at Chelsea as the name? So we had Charlie and Coswell beforehand. So we needed a, a seed name because it just goes along with my last name is Chris Min. So and okay. Chris is my husband. Chris Chris is his first name. So all that stuff. Um, did he all- take your name? Wait. Did he? What, 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 did, did did Chris take your name? I know. I told him, like, Chris, you got to have my name. It'd be Chris Christman. It's so yeah. good. Especially if his middle name is T, then he could be Christ Christman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So, yeah, Chelsea, then you have Connor. Connor. And then we have Carl. So cute, Lisa, right? Oh, my God. He's precious baby angel. So, Carl and then Clark W. Griswold. 
So four of them. Okay. Do you know, what does the W stand for? Walter, isn't it, Walter? Winifred. Ah. <laughs> Clark Winifred. You've met Grace your Walt. match. You've met your match, Adam. <laughs> I mean, we have every ornament that you can think of from... <laughs> Yeah, I think that you you learn that his middle name is Winifred on his passport in European vacation. Oh, I didn't know that. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Uh, <laughs> so did did your mini docs did, did Clark W. Griswold did he get did he come with all the genetic uh, problems? Knock on wood. No, I don't think so. So hopefully I did my research and all that stuff. We got him from a really good breeder that did the the work for it. So who knows, you know, there's, so there's, you know, two populations of, of dachshunds. There is the standard and then there's the mini. And then within there are the three different types, the smooth, the long and the wire hair. So like, and then you have all different within there, but that's kind of like your standard when you see it at like AKC or whatever. So um, which is pretty cool. Oh, so the mini is also a, it's like AKC recognized? No. So the, the standard ones are recognized. The minis are. Oh, okay. Right, Lisa? Okay. I think that's. I don't know. That's an interesting, I don't know. Somebody let us know. Yeah. Which by the way, people on the gram have really been sending messages lately and we love it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Like Parissa. We just want to shout out. Parissa, we what up? love you. A lot. Uh, Dr. Adam, finish this sentence for me, if you would. Um, you're at the clinic, and somebody starts their sentence with this. Don't worry. I give my dog a ton of organic coconut oil, but... I want to puke. Yeah. <laughs> but you should do your homework and research and know that coconut oil has its effects and side effects. So you should definitely... I'm glad you asked that. Let's talk about coconut oil. Lisa, yes. what do you talk about with coconut oil? I mean, I think, you know, just like it's become, I think it's probably a do no harm kind of a thing in small, small amounts of moderation. But we really don't know. There has been so many, just like with people. I mean, every other year they change their mind about whether or not coconut oil does anything. I, I'm a bigger fan of like omega fatty acids, so fish oil. So I try to convince if my my clients want to do anything to do fish oil. That is um, highly anti-inflammatory and excellent for everything. Coconut oil is just, I think there's, there's no proof. We don't have any good like studies or scientific evidence or anything else like that. So um, I don't, I mean, I don't condemn it or condone it, except that if they use it, they should, should just be in small amounts. So. I agree. Like I, I say that too. I'm like, unless you want your their, your dog's stool to smell like it's coming from the tropics, right? Um, I don't know if there's any real research in right. there. Exactly. I'm into that. You you want you heard poop to smell, but yeah. her poop is the Phoenix best. A lot of poops. But her poop oh, is the best. Really fun thing happened <laughs> this week. Um, that I so Chloe was wedged way up in between us. She backed it in, you know, the, the, the backup beepers were on while we're laying in bed. And, uh, I like to sleep with something across my eyes. Cause I like, I'm a psycho and I want as much stuff on my face as possible while I'm sleeping. And, so uh, attractive. and it was under, it was under the tuchus. And when, uh, when Chloe stood up to stretch out, I looked down and there was one chocolate chip of poop. No, it wasn't poop. It wasn't poop. It was what, a little. It was an, something it that poop, fell out of her butt. It was that, anal gland expression. There was she a anal chocolate chip. It wasn't. It was I, a. It was a flat brown, very dark brown. It was on. It was flat. It, there was nothing to touch there. It was absorbed into the shirt. It was anal gland expression. Woman. 
She, she's not incontinent. She's I know she's not incontinent, incontinent, but there was she's, one. It, li- was, it looked Dominic like it. You didn't know because you didn't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a tiebreaker on this? If something falls out of a keister and it has. And it smells like anal glands. But it's brown, a dark yes. poopy brown. It can be dark poopy brown. Lisa's right. Lisa's right. I'm telling you, that's, that's definitely. Anal what, whatever happened to she bros before? And we know this. She just <laughs> anal glands sometimes, just like randomly anywhere on your. But I mean, she was but thoughtful enough to do it on a shirt, on like an old T-shirt. Do that's you know how grateful I am that I caught that before I slept with it on my <laughs> face? Well, see, Richie, this is what you've learned from anal glands: is be an anal gland and express yourself. <laughs> 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 Which just so naturally I mean, brings, why is that us, on a t-shirt? brings us totally to my next uh, segment, which is, well, okay. It's not so much a segment as I feel like the gays of certain generations are broken into groups, right? You've got your shares, you've got your Madonnas, and you've got your Mariahs. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where this is going? Okay. Okay. Uh, first of all, can you... I mean, it's it's not veterinarian related necessarily, but can you break down those three in uh, into categories? Yeah, I I don't know what it is with the the homosexuals that they like um, <laughs> the the sh- the shares. I mean, some of them like all of them, of course, you know. But maybe it's like an age related thing too. I think if you're maybe in your fifties or so, you might love share. I mean, if you're in your twenties, you might be an Ariana Grande kind of a thing. I was wondering who who the new one is. That's it's Ariana. Yeah. Uh, it's Ariana and I would say Taylor Swift is another big one that they're familiar. And um, Lizzo is another one too. They love Lizzo. She's both And Beyonce, of course, too. Yeah. Okay. But I'm, I'm a Mariah. But you are. You are a Mariah. I can't even talk about it. Look at it. I get, look at me. I'm sweating already just talking about her. Okay. So. I've already promised Adam next time we see her, we're going. He's coming. With, okay. With that information on board. Would you rather be a world-renowned veterinarian recognized for your true genius or a personal assistant to Mariah Carey's dog? A personal assistant for Mariah Carey's dog. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't even have to finish. Just like that. She's a good dog. Cha-cha. Cha-cha. Even if Mariah never looks at you, but you will be in her presence. Oh, she'll look at me. She'll look at me, Richie. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have a dachshund that lives forever or euthanize Mariah Carey's dog? <gasps> Richie Redding, how could you? A, do- a dachshund that lives forever. <laughs> I love you, Mariah Carey, so much. Uh, that, see, that proves true love. I mean, that, that proves but, I mean, true what I said. It, would, it, prove, it proves true love. It does true prove. Yeah. It proves it proves in the pudding. <laughs> Who is the most famous person that you've ever worked on their pets and what did you do? Please lie. <laughs> Fully encourage you to lie. The Jersey Shore cast. So, you know, Snooky no. and Dina. Uh-huh. I took care of Dina's cats. So that was kind of a big thing. And um, the guy from The Sopranos, Tony Soprano, used to come to our wow. hospital. He passed away. James Gandolfini. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love you. You know I do. Uh, can we talk about how depressingly New Jersey you are <laughs> that 
I asked who the famous person yeah. was, <laughs> and you named Snooky first, and then Tony Soprano. <laughs> Joyzy. <laughs> in no particular order. In no particular order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I guess we only have one thing left to do, which would be to determine if you, Dr. Adam Chrisman, DVM, deserve dogs. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. We have a three-question quiz prepared for you. It's best out of three. It's pass-fail. Watch the it screen. It is... Uh, it's also uh, multiple choice so you better bring your A-game buster Uh, this is the dachshund version Dr. Adam Chrisman this past February two dachshunds made the news for what was called puptuals an arranged marriage complete with tuxedo and wedding dress what state did this take place in was it Maryland Kansas Texas or Ghislaine Maxwell is being fed Wuhan bat sushi as we speak. Oh. Oh. You know, I could see that in any state possible, but I, I have no idea, but I'm just going to go with the state that's the biggest one and just take a guess and say Texas. That is correct. Whoa, yes, yeah. I mean, There's two right answers there, by the way. Texas is known for their liberal stance on marriage, but uh, yes, it was Georgetown, <laughs> Texas. Scout and Eli tied the knot and they raised an unspecified amount of money for Diamond Dachshund Rescue of Texas. Um, when I, I, I had to look it up when it was a, uh, a gender neutral name like Scout. Yeah. And I was, I was really hoping that it was uh, a, the first ever gay dog marriage Texas wedding, but it, it, it was not. Oh, yeah, they were disappointing. Both, I had high hopes. Yeah, it was, it was a more traditional. Okay, okay question two. <laughs> In January, a dachshund in England, or as they call them, sausage dog, named Stanley, made best friends with Isla, a creature from a different species altogether. What species was Isla? Howler monkey, hippo, cheetah, or seal? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm just going to take a good guess, too, and I'm going to say a seal. Why not? Whoa! That is correct. Uh, yes, Stanley was at the aquarium wearing a snood. And by the way, Dachshund and a snood. Are yeah, so cute. Uh, and Isla swam up and <laughs> stared at him through the glass for a solid 20 minutes. They cocked their heads at the same angle and even touched noses through the glass. Uh, ridiculously cute. But I feel like also in our in our personal lives, this is the kind of thing where Lisa would ruin it for me and be like, the seal was actually trying to kill the dog. But- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gave me like the real intel on it. Yeah, and- I ruin everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that adorable thing is sad. Yeah. Uh, so dude, you're playing with house money here. Uh, question three, we're just, we're going to play, we're going to, you know, we started this game, we're going to finish it. We all look forward to seeing the annual Wiener Dog Race National Championships every year. But there's a less popular wiener race put on by the Happily Ever After Animal Sanctuary. In that race, they ramp up the difficulty by adding what element to the race? Fire, (laughs) water, ice, or steep-ass incline? 
Well, if they were smart, I would say, well, obviously no fire to animals. And for dachshunds, definitely not a steep as incline because they're already going to hurt their backs. They mm. hate, what was the other ones? Water or ice. Water or ice. I would say water. I don't know. Ice would be a little extreme, but I don't know. Well, <laughs> it takes place in Wisconsin if that would change your mind. Yeah. Uh, I'll take, uh, I'll go with cheese. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. No, it was ice. It is ice. It, it takes ice. place. Yeah. Uh, 32 dogs completed, but only Willow prevailed. It takes place at an ice hockey rink. And the prize was a victory lap on a Zamboni. Aww. But I strongly suggest that you look up a uh, about 32 dogs on ice. It is wiener <laughs> dogs on ice. It is ridiculous. I need to see that. But either way. You deserve dogs. You deserve dogs. Yay! Hooray! How awesome! <laughs> yes, queen! Uh, <laughs> uh, where can people find you, man? You were great. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you so much. I have a website, Lisa Lipman and Richie Writing. So, dradamchrisman.com. You can find me on Instagram, at Adam Chrisman, really original with my names. And um, Facebook, too. I have a, a Facebook page, the Adam Chrisman Show. So, yeah, this was so much fun. Yeah, yeah. dude. Thank you so much. You were fantastic. And uh, everybody knows that you can find me. Everything is at Richie Redding. Thank you for continuing to uh, listen to my album. And you guys have been super cool and supportive of it. And it's doing extremely well, thanks to you. And it's called? Number one album of the year. <laughs> what? Do you want to say that again? <laughs> Number one album of the year. Like. It's goddamn right. I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. That's it. And I pooly trove you, dear. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Bye. 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 Okay, I'm going to just upload that, however, whatever's easiest for you. I didn't hit record, but you're recording. Uh, <laughs> you bastard. Right? You're recording, not me. Your sound. You recorded your sound, right? You're fucking with uh, me. <laughs> I didn't record. I didn't record on this one. No. Uh, that was the whole point. No. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian.
the Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.